This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, February 4th. 2020. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. I checked my phone at 4 a.m. this morning, and it was 60 degrees. Pigs were flying. Asteroids hitting the Earth. Dwayne, can you explain the weather in Ohio? <laughs> Good luck with that one. I wouldn't even try that. I mean, this is this is crazy. I I wake up to go to a Super Bowl party, and it's the sun is is I need sunglasses just in the house. And and uh, and it ends up being 60 degrees, and on February 2nd, that's just this is just crazy. You never can in Ohio. It's it's you know like they say about London, England. If uh, if you don't like the weather, wait five minutes, it'll change. Well, same thing in Ohio. Damn, crazy. And it's going to. We'll be in the 30s by the end of the night. Shed a few tears for us. Also, shed a few tears for Nick Bosa. I can make a very strong argument that during the Super Bowl, the biggest football game of the year on earth, the best player on the field was Nick Bosa. Listen to these statistics. A season-high 12 pressures, five tackles, a sack, a forced fumble, a pass defense. He was the top-rated player in the game by Pro Football Focus. He was the first rookie to have at least four sacks in the postseason since 1985. Nick Bosa is good at football, Dwayne. What do you think this means for a kid sitting on his couch somewhere dreaming about playing college football with an offer from Ohio State? I have to imagine Nick's performance didn't hurt. Well, we we talk about defensive back, you, linebacker, you, all those yous. Well, it's because these kids see players, they want to go to the show. I've, I've said this for as long as I've been doing this, Dan, when – out-of-state players want to come to a school. It's about wanting to get to the show and seeing that this school prepares you for the show. In-state kids come for love of the school. Out-of-state kids, they uh, they grow and and they may grow into loving a school because they've seen kids uh, play their position, move on to the NFL. That is such an attraction. It is nothing but great news when you start putting out players at one position. Look right now what's going on. We're not hearing about Alabama defensive linemen. We're hearing about Ohio State and Clemson defensive line. Why? Because they're going to the show. That's what a lot of kids want. That's what they're thinking about. And uh, there's nothing going on at Ohio State that is going to discourage kids from coming here. They're going to want to. you got Joey Bosa. That got their attention. Now Nick's there. And here we're going to get another bump in April with the NFL draft with Chase Young going number two. So uh, it's not a real surprise that we're seeing these kids 
that uh, that want to come to Ohio State now as defensive line and defensive ends. Ask yourself this question, people, because Nick was kind of a controversial figure here, the way he exited the program um, when he got hurt. Last year, he chose to go train in California rather than stay and be a pom-pom holder. Did Nick Bosa do a better service for Ohio State's football program by going and getting himself into shape and being the best NFL player he could be, or would he have been better served sitting in the locker room and saying, rah, rah? This is clearly going to help Ohio State more than anything else. Let's put that thing to bed once and for all. Nick Bosa is a fine Buckeye. By the way, he also added NFL AP Defensive Rookie of the Year the third Buckeye in four years to win that award. That's also great marketing. Perhaps that was a reason Mike Hall committed to Ohio State. There are many. We all regard him as the top defensive tackle in the class of 2021 in the state. No one was surprised he committed, maybe that he committed so early on his visit. Your thoughts on Mike Hall joining the class of 2021? Well, I, I had him. I was all over the board saying, I see a neck of junk kid. I am so impressed with Mike Hall. He, to me, was a a must-get. We had to get Mike Hall in this class. We've been stocking defensive tackles to where we're not desperate, but it's time to restock again, Dan. We've got to get a few guys in here. I'd like to see maybe three defensive tackles. And if you can get uh, a kid like the one out of Washington, whose name I have trouble, trouble with, T.J., uh, I can't remember. He's the best tackle in the country. If you can add him, you take four. But I would like to see Mike Hall. Uh, and and you know we're in, in good shape with several other top defensive tackles. Uh, in in the in a, in a better line class in general, Buckeye Nation. This is so much better than last year, both at end and at tackle. So. Uh, I'm really excited about what we can pull in for this class. I'm glad that we didn't have, uh, you know, a big outlay of, of scholarships in the 2020 class, which just was not very impressive. And we can load up on 2021 kids, which is impressive, both at tackle and at end. We're going to talk about some of those guys right when we come back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, Dwayne, you mentioned defensive tackle. We're going to take a look at the last five crystal balls that were flipped for Ohio State and kind of get a sense of the 2021 class here. You mentioned defensive tackle. The most recent flip is Marcus Bradley, defensive tackle from Quince Orchard High School, suburban D.C. Your thoughts on Bradley? Bill Kerlick has flipped the crystal ball, by the way. And it's Bill Kerlick that did. Oh, that's that's huge. Uh, then you've got to be real excited about this. This is a great tackle class. And and to have a kid like that, uh, you know, he's, he, he, take a look at him on film. His closing speed is the thing that surprised me. Once he beats his, uh, the man in front of him, boom. He just, you're not, you just don't see big guys. He's a big guy. Uh, exploding into straight line speed is outstanding. His first few steps, he's moving as fast as anybody on the field. 
So I love that. I would love to see Taiwan Malone out of New York, uh, or New Jersey, excuse me, Bergen Catholic out of New Jersey. Uh, that kid, I, I, it's hard to call him a kid. He looks like a grown man right now. Uh, and, and then the Mike Hall, and then try to pull in this uh, this uh, kid from uh, Washington State, number one tackle in the country, and have a monster defensive tackle class. Even without the kid from Washington, we get get Bradley Malone to go with Mike Hall. We are going to be just be very happy, Buckeye Nation. Those That's a great tackle haul. You send those three off the bus first, and there's a very good chance the other team not come out for the opening kick. Here's some cornerbacks on the list that you've taken a look at recently. Ja'Kalen Johnson and Jordan Hancock. Ja'Kalen Johnson has a Bill Curley crystal ball, and Jordan Hancock has a Steve Wiltfong crystal ball. And and you see these guys on film. What I like most is they're playing cornerback. They're playing press man. They're coming up and, and uh, uh, locking down people. And 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 the way we want to de- play defense, you got to be able to play zone, and you got to be able to play man. And both these kids do. Uh, they're both really athletic kids. They're both six feet tall. You just got to try to get the, the the taller corners in anymore. You've got these receivers that are just the freaks of freaks are playing wide receiver now. Uh, they're taking all these elite athletes, putting them out of wide receiver, throwing back shoulder, doing fades with them, uh, just letting them go up and make a play on the ball and. If you got five, eight, five, nine cornerbacks, they just really don't have a chance. So getting guys that are they're a little bit taller uh, is, I think, it's essential to go looking at those kids first. And both of them are they they both will tackle. Uh, it's they're both really outstanding. And again, in a better cornerback class, we don't want to stop on Tony Grimes. But to me, these two are take take them right now. Don't even mess around. If they want to come on board, let them. The next two guys are guys we've talked about, both attending high school in Florida right now, Florida native Troy Stilato, a wide receiver, and then Wisconsin native J.C. Latham, an offensive lineman at IMG. I, I love Latham. I still always have this this uh, red flag going off in the back of my head. Why don't we let at least try him on defense? He's so athletic. And he, he may grow into. I think the reason he's listed as an offensive tackle is just he's just such a big kid. Just go ahead and move him over there now, and not even bother. Uh, but I, he's just such an athlete. You can see it on film, uh, last year's film. And uh, uh, but he would be a great get to add with what we got. Uh, I couldn't be more excited about adding that that that, uh, that kind of talent throw offensive line, throw him in left tackle, and and just uh, watch what happens. I mean, other than sitting behind uh, Paris Johnson for a year or two, but uh, uh, he's a great looking athlete, guys. He's he's uh, he's somebody you want. You just you bring him in and you worry about position later, and that's saying a lot for a lineman because usually you uh, think about. That just bringing the guy in and finding a position for skill position players, but this kid is that athletic that you know you just bring him in and see what happens. Uh, Stellato is, I would like to see. We had a discussion about this on the message boards. We got strong side ends and defense uh, and and uh, weak side defensive ends. 
listed. We've got uh, three different running back positions. We've got two different quarterback positions. Lumping all the wide receivers in there. Somebody in the thread pointed out tight end is separate. Why do we have wide receivers? No, we should have split ends and flankers. Stilato is, I'd say, top five flanker slot uh, receiver in the country. If you just listed them as they should be listed, split in at what your X receivers and slot flankers, which are Z receivers, you should have, they should be separate. I don't know why we don't have them separate. And he is outstanding. One thing I really love about him is how tough he is. You don't see the smaller guys uh, wanting to go play the middle of the field. He will. He'll head to the middle of the field, uh, catches everything, and uh, and then he's got the speed to house it. And I believe that what's going to happen is if he, if he camps, does the, the circuit, camp the combine circuit, that his rating will go way up. Because uh, he's going to show speed that I don't think they're they're uh, giving him credit for yet, and and just the way this kid catches the football, he catches in traffic, uh, and and like I said, then afterward, uh, he's not just going to going to make a catch and go down. He's going to he's going to turn it upfield and uh, and make something happen. So get real excited about him if he comes our way. Should we get real excited about tomorrow? It's National Signing Day. With the change and the accent on the early signing and the fact that Ohio State was so far ahead of the game, the only thing of consequence that will happen tomorrow is Cam Martinez will put pen to paper. Ohio State has finished with the number five class. What's your general vibe as they put 2020 to bed? Well, uh, the, the thing that keeps popping into my mind, we need to stop calling it National Signing Day. That's over. National Signing Day now is in December. This is the supplemental, you know, that, that uh, uh, and I could see eventually uh, them pretty much doing away with it. It's just we're going to sign one kid, and if things hadn't changed that uh, uh, defensive back coach was happily leading, he would have signed. We wouldn't have been doing anything. Ohio State not signing anybody on National Signing Day, that's crazy, and there's going to be other major programs that are not signing. The kids have made up their mind by the time into the uh, their high school season is over. They're done. It's let's go ahead and sign and and start trying to make arrangements for those coming in early. It's uh, it's 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 gone. It's, this is not the as you said. We're, we knew the site was going to crash. We knew two years ago the site was going to crash. Every year leading up, it was, the site was going to crash. Tomorrow, it's just going to be another day. Nobody's paying any attention. Did Martinez sign? Yeah, okay. And that's going to be the end of it. So uh, I, I, the, the changes need to be made about National Signing Day. And, and uh, you know, I don't know what we could call tomorrow in the future. Uh, but National Signing Day is in December now. Hard to argue that considering most of the Buckeyes are already on campus kicking some tail. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters.